You are listening to I Love the Holy Ghost with Dr. Pat Harrison. Praise God. Aren't you glad that you're in the family? The beautiful family of God. There's not anything better, there's not anything more rich than knowing that you're in a perfect family. A perfect family that all good things come from. Praise God. I want to say that I am very pleased to be here. It is my pleasure to be able to share with you that little bit that I have knowledge of. But I praise God that every day I am growing, just as you are, because we have a desire in our heart to know more and more and more and more of the good word of God. Father, I thank you that this day I am a yielded vessel unto thee, Father. And I thank you, Father, that I know the voice of the Holy Spirit and therefore will speak forth that which you desire. And I thank you, Father, that this day the ears are open to hear not what I say, but what the Holy Spirit is saying through me. Therefore, they will hear the truth. Therefore, I thank you, Father, that they will be doers of that truth and not hearers only. And I thank you that that which you wish to accomplish shall be done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to share just a little bit, and I'll try not to be too long. Sometimes I get carried away and take longer than intended. But I'm one of these people that, you know, I'm not um, a Bible scholar and I'm not... Uh, a profound, dynamic personality that bubbles and carries on, you know. I'm a very practical person, (laughs) and therefore I share very practically (laughs) the things that I have learned and the things that have helped me and the revelation that God has given to me that I have found to be workable in my life every day. And that's just how I share. And so that's what I'm going to do And when the Lord began to talk to me about sharing several years ago, he expressed to me that he would like for me to share about his love. And this is a vast, vast subject when you begin to think about it because the word says that God is love. So when you delve into studying about love, you're studying about God himself, so it is a vast and in-depth subject. But the more that you study the more that you do of that word, the more you're aware of it that, yes, it is a part of you, that you are a loved person, and therefore you can't express it, and it would just flow freely from you at all times. That's the way our Father is, and that's the way Jesus is. They're full of love. They are love, and because we are love, and we flow freely if we allow it with that love. So I want to share about that some things that the Lord has given me, some things that are just basics that I'm sure you've heard before, but it's good to stir up your pure minds to remembrance into the things of the Lord. First of all, I want you to know that John 3.16 is usually the basis of everything that I, I go from. I go from there. Because many times we look at that as a salvation scripture, but it's a love scripture. It tells us exactly what love does, love gives. For it says, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the two key words are love and gave. For he so loved the world that he gave, and he gave his best. The best that he had he gave freely because he loved. And that is where we have to come from. We have to realize that when we come into the family of God and we're born again, we accept Father God as our Father. We accept Jesus the Son as our Savior and as our friend and as our Lord. And we receive the Holy Spirit in His fullness as our leader and comfort and guide that we are love, we're in the family of love, and we are just filled up with it. And it can work in our lives but it is a growing thing like everything else in the Word. First, you have to acknowledge it. Then you have to be aware of what love does, of its characteristics, and then do it. And when we realize that those, that is where we come from, and that's why we have the desire in our hearts, way down deep inside, everybody has the desire to be loved and to be accepted. Why? Because God was not made for us, but we were made for God, for fellowship. Therefore, he placed within us that desire, that desire to be accepted, to reach out, and to reach out when we see that love, knowing that that love is pure. It will never fail us, and we can stand in that love and, and just move freely and do whatever God asks us to do. That is the kind of love that we're born of, and therefore it's a part of us. So I just wanted to put that little foundation there for you to know that how I feel about it, and how the Lord talked to me about it, and how much depth and how much meaning it has to me. Um, it is true that personalities are different, and it is true that I have a very soft, spirit, a very sensitive spirit, and that overall I'm a very loving and given, giving person. That is my nature. Some people, it seems to be a little hard for them in those areas, but when they recognize that they're in a family now, that that is the nature of that family, and if they would just rest and rely on that nature to take over and let it take over in them, then they can be the same way. They can be that loving person that comes very natural, very easy, and always ready to give, always ready to have a hand extended in whatever area that they see there is a need. That's what love is all about, is always giving. Always giving. Love always moves in compassion and sees the need and gives, always, because that's the way God is, and that's the way, way Jesus is, and that's the way his ministry was here on the earth. He saw many, many things, but he never condemned. He never shunned anyone. He always gave them truth and gave them love. He always reached out to them, and in giving that truth, it, it 
made a desire in them to know, hey, this really is, there is something to this. He said exactly what I needed, and it was so loving and so kind, and he knew exactly how I was, but he didn't condemn me. He knew exactly what I was doing, but he didn't condemn me. All he said was, come, come, and I will meet your need. But you have to take the step to do the moving. So it is here on earth, we are to do his work, so we have to be always standing, doing our part, moving forth with that which God has called us to do and saying, come, come. And let that love and light just fill you until the glory of God radiates all round about you and they can see. They can see the light and they can see the love and it will draw them. It will draw them. In Colossians... in the third chapter. I have so much to say about this, I never know exactly where I'm going to start, so I just kind of put it out there and go from there. <laughs> in the 13th and the 14th verse, it says, Be gentle and forbearing with one another, and if one has a difference against another, readily parting pardoning each other. Even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love. And up here in the previous scripture, he talked about different things to practice that would be after Christ. But he says, above all these, put on love. And enfold yourselves with the bond of perfectness, which binds everything together completely in ideal harmony. So another way to say it is before anything else, before anything else, put on love. And that simply means that before you do anything else as far as going forth with that which Christ has instructed us to do, make sure that the love of God is so strong within you that it can be seen. That it can be seen. That's how you put it on so that you exercise it all the time so that it can be seen. Just like a garment. If you don't put it on, then it can't be seen. <laughs> so if you put on love, then you're going to envelop yourself with it so that it can be seen. So above anything else, first of all, before anything else, we put on love. And the reason we do that is because it brings us into a bond of perfectness or maturity. That love will mature us. Love will mat mature you so quickly because it is God. And if you're exercising love within you, then you're exercising God within you. And therefore, that brings a maturity, and it brings maturity faster than anything else. The love walk brings maturity faster than anything else because it must be first. Just as God is first because God is love. 
So we have to envelop ourselves with it, dress ourselves with that love so that it is flowing and it is growing into that maturity and it is creating a bond that binds everything together in ideal harmony, everything. Then we'll be drawn together in ideal harmony and there's not anything that you cannot do that the Lord would ask you to do there's not any need that you see that needs to be done that you cannot go in and do knowing that you will not be hurt because love never fails and you're walking in that love therefore you can walk in and say such as I have give unto thee I give unto thee and then begin to share with them the word and then if there is a material need see that you help in that area we have to put the spiritual first because it is spiritual. Everything that we do is spiritual first. And I've been told, you know, that I overemphasize the spiritual part of life. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that is my life. And if I am not there first, putting God first in every area of my life so that that love is in every area of my life, then all the other characteristics of a Christian quote that we call, you know, the characteristics of a Christian are to no avail if that love is not there because it will seem harsh and it will seem cold and because people think carnally and they still think like the world thinks, they will automatically think, well, what is she doing? What is she getting at? What does she want? What are my obligations after this is done? But if it's done in love, they're thankful for what is being done for them, but they see the love above everything else. That ministers to them above everything else. And that is exactly how we are with the Father. There are many, many things that He does for us in our life, but that is not what we have our eyes on. We have our eyes on Him because He's so full of love, and all we can see is that love that love that motivates and that's the way our life should be always have so much love flowing from us that yes they're aware that you're helping them they're aware that you're meeting their need but most of all they're aware of the love that has enveloped you and that you're standing tall and strong and you are sufficient and you are efficient in everything that you go to do that you put your hand to do and they'll be aware that it's because of that love. Because of that love. Because people are not used to seeing that love. They're just not used to it. We had a couple come to our church several months ago that had been traveling several years in a certain capacity for the Lord. They have a small child. And they, uh, after they had their service with us, they were there for several days. They had a little trailer and they had it parked by the church. And they just couldn't get over the love from the people in our church and from those of us that were in and out of the church and, and would see them there and, and talk to them and see if there was anything that they needed. And, and um, she was going to go to the laundromat. And I said, well, there's no need in you doing that, you know. Just come over to the house. I don't mind at all. Oh, no, I couldn't ask you to do that. I said, well, why not? <laughs> You know, what I have is yours. And, and, and tears just came in her eyes and she said, 
I've never seen people like you people before. And she said, I've been in the ministry a long time, but I've never seen people like this before. Well, that ministered to me, not because it was me, but because I knew that I had grown a little bit, that I was maturing in love and it was being seen as what it was, for what it was. Not a performance love that I'll do this for you if you'll do this for me. That is not the kind of love I'm talking about. I'm talking about agape love, which is pure, which is undefiled, the purest of pure, because it's God. And that's what we need to make in our heart, is a quality decision that everything that I do will be based upon love, because love never fails, and it always gets the job done. That is what we should always say first. Then we are putting God first, and we're putting on love, and that bond is growing and growing and growing, and therefore it will never be broken, but will come into ideal harmony. And a lot of people say, well, I don't know where to begin with this. I hear people talk about this and, and talk about the love walk and talk about the love of God and talk about God is love, but I don't know where to begin. Begin where you are. Begin where you are. And most of the time, that is in our home. The home must be full of love. The home must be in ideal harmony or else anything else that we do will not have the effectiveness that we desire. And ladies, I want to admonish you to remember that in Genesis it says that you were made for man, that man was not made for you. It's just like we were made for God because he desired to have that fellowship for us. Therefore, we were made from him to be like him. Well, God saw that Adam needed a help meet for that fellowship and for those desires that he needed. So he made woman for man. And that is why he is the head of the home. Because you were made for him, not he for you. And that is why you should take his counsel. Just as spiritually we take the counsel of God because we were made for him. So in our home, we, the woman, was made for man, so we take his counsel. And at the same time, he respects our opinions and what we desire, just as God does. Can you see the parallel? But it's because of love. Because of love. Because we have a desire as a virtuous woman that everything in our household runs smoothly and quietly and on target and on key as it should. And everything in the spiritual atmosphere has a rhythm to it and a harmony. And if we walk in that complete love, that ideal harmony always flows beautifully, just as an orchestra that has practiced and practiced and practiced so that every tone is to its purest when it is touched or that string is touched, it's to the purest tone. So the love of God, as we practice it within us on a daily basis, 
is so perfected within us that no matter what comes and goes, we're always in ideal harmony on a perfect level. Never wavering, but always remembering I am love, I act in love, I talk in love, and I walk in love daily. We do this with our children. We always remember to react in love. When it's a disciplined thing, remember, I am love. I am disciplining them because I love them. So do it right. Do it with the word. Do it so that they can understand that you are doing it because it's a spiritual thing. So that they will have long life on the earth and good health because they obey their parents in the Lord. Because you are admonishing them and showing them according to the scriptures that it's because of love that you correct them and you want them to do right. These are areas that many, many times, so many of us slip up on because we, want, we, we get disgusted, we get upset because we have told Johnny and he's got so many spankings over that same thing. When is he ever going to learn? And all the time we're saying this out of our mouth in front of Johnny. And all Johnny does is revert into a shell inside and say, I must be awful. I must be awful. Where if we in love, you know, say, Johnny, I love you. And the word says, and go over it again. That's how God does us. Over and over and over again. Until we finally get it. Hey, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> or hey, I should be doing this. There is a parallel. And we need to see it. That our home, relations in our home, should be just like our relations unto the Father. Just as precious, just as sweet, and just in the same type of love and harmony. But ladies, a lot of that rests on our shoulders because we're the homemaker. Because we're the ones that's with the children the most. So it is our responsibility to see that that love is ever flowing in our home. That we are doing everything that we know to do to see that it runs smoothly. To make sure that we are diligent to care for our children, to make sure that we are diligent to care for our home, to make sure that we are diligent, that everything is in order and in its place. Thank you for listening to I Love the Holy Ghost with Dr. Pat Harrison. For more information, go to patharrisonministries.org.